0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Studio 6 Paranormal Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hill, with my co-host, Shane Beat. I am broadcasting live in a spirited hotel in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, built in 1856. And it's been since April that I've been doing this, and it's an awesome time. And I really appreciate the owners, Monica and Luke, for letting me do this. And today's guest we have... Author, author Alan Wright, and his newest book is *Things Come. How are you, Alan?
1: I'm just fine. I'm feeling great. Yeah. Uh, I stayed inside next to the air conditioner all day. I'm yeah. I'm doing yeah, right. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> smart thing right there. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: indeed. So tell me a little bit about your your uh, newest book. Um, when did when did you release it, or when did you write it? I should say. And where can we all find it?
1: Well, first off, you can find it at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash write Alan forward slash things to come. That's the title of my book, okay. things to come. Uh, it's an ebook. Format only right now. Paperback will not be out until uh, this coming week, sometime. Uh, It's in it's in process right now. It has to be okay by Amazon and uh, they cover everything. They go through everything. Right, right. Uh, Then when they release and say it's okay for print, then that's when we can print it. Uh, It usually takes three to five days. But anyway, yeah. ebook they do it real quick. It, it's like twenty-four to forty-eight hours. And they usually do the ebooks first, for whatever reason. Um, so anyway, uh, about me, I wrote the book approximately uh, two and a half years ago, three years ago, and uh, I was done writing it. My wife is my publisher. Uh, okay. It's her responsibility to make sure the book gets to Amazon. She goes through the book and basically does the does proofread on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, she also works with the illustrator mm-hmm. as far as the cover is concerned and uh, uh, stuff like that. But just as I got the book written, she got sick. Uh, she had kidney uh, infections and. Uh, UTI, that was really bad. She had seven kidney operations within a uh, year and a half time. Oh, it was. And then after that, she got uh, she got uh, sick health-wise. And, uh, and then a doctor prescribed a lot of pills, and those pills didn't, didn't match each other. They weren't good.
3: Right. Um,
1: so I went through her pills and threw them all away. That was creating a <laughs> The bad uh, side effects. Right, and the right. Side the, the, uh, the things that she was going through was the side effects on a lot of those pills. So I just right. dodged them, threw them in the uh, waste paper basket. Yeah. And uh, two days later, she was getting better. Oh, she good. couldn't even walk there for a while. And she lost her memory, and uh, short-term memory. But anyway, she started coming around. And uh, she's a lot better now. She's Good. able to concentrate Good. now, and she she's the one that put the book together. Now, the Good. book, the first part of it is uh, some of the experiences that I had. Uh, I, I also explain a few things in the paranormal field. Uh, but the second half of the book is about things to
3: come. Uh,
1: now, a lot of the things that I said are coming, in the book, we are already experience,
3: experiencing
1: like uh, climate change. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned uh, the uh, pandemic. Uh, I, I just said if sickness was going to be uh, covering the world, and uh, uh, earthquakes, uh, tornadoes, hurricanes. All this is going to be happening, and as time goes on, though it's going to intensify, and they. You're going to become more numerous and uh, I'm going to just tell you like with the uh, climate change
4: mm-hmm.
1: now the scientists they can do whatever they want uh, they can whoever can do whatever they want uh, I was told that uh, it's too late Uh no matter what they do, it's too late for us. And the best thing that we can do is just hold on and, you know, take it for a ride because uh, and do the best that we can to protect ourselves and our families. Uh, rather than worry about trying to change it now after they've been talking about it for 50 years, it's just too late. There's nothing they can do. And I was told by uh, told this in spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know I'm right. Um, what else is there to say? Then the other thing, tornadoes, we're experiencing that already um, uh, in, in the east. Uh, places that used to be desert are going to be flooded. Places that you, you, used to have vegetation and trees, they're going to become uh dry with droughts and stuff, uh, like the wildfires in California and Arizona and, and places. Uh, that's part of the, part of this climate change, believe it or not. Uh, that's going to be happening, too. It's, it's going to be a wild ride for us, and then there's going to be a lot of deaths from it. There's going to be a lot of uh, things happening from it. Uh, one of the things that's going to be happening from it is our sicknesses and illnesses that comes out of these things. And so, like I said, the best thing for us to do is protect ourselves and our families. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: um, Tell us a little bit about how you got started in the paranormal or what was your first experience with the paranormal?
1: Well, I was pretty much born with these abilities. I was born in 1949 in Phoenix, Arizona, um, in a little tiny hospital that's not even there anymore. But um, I was born with these uh, abilities. Of course, growing up, being a kid, uh, I thought I was normal. And uh, as a kid also, my abilities wasn't really as strong as what they are now, Uh, the older I get, the stronger they are. And, uh, but I I got them, I think it's through my mother, my grandmother, and my great grandmother, because they all had uh, abilities also. They were able to, uh, they knew when things was going to happen to the family. They also knew things that was going to happen in the world. And uh, they just, they just knew things, you know, sure. and uh, so I'm. That's where I got it from. It was mm-hmm. like hereditary, if you want to call it that. I ran on my mother's side of the family. I'm surprised my sisters didn't pick up on it, since it was the women in the family. Mm-hmm. But I got them, and I'm I'm actually stronger than they are now. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I went to see my grandfather after he died. He died in 1982. And I went uh, in a astral projection to see him.
4: Mm-hmm. He
1: was more of a father figure to me than my father was. And when I went to see him, this wasn't planned, by the way. I went to bed one night. I had to go to bed early so I could get up and go to work in the morning. But the minute my head hit the billow, It was boom. I was like in this picture, like this, uh, uh, you know, motion picture or something Mm -hmm. big. But anyway, I won't go through the whole thing. It's quite lengthy. But where I went and saw my grandfather is a place that I like to call paradise. Mm -hmm. And it's just like Earth, except uh, there's no pain. There's no death. And it's perfect in every way. But there's trees, water, birds, animals, just like Earth. And I was with him what it felt like, maybe just a seven, eight-hour period, because I woke up in the morning at the time that I was supposed to wake up to go to work. But as time passed, I realized I was in that place for much longer than just um, uh, you know eight hours or seven hours.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I think while I was there, my memory was erased a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, because as I got older, I I started receiving bits and pieces of this. Um, uh, what do I want to call it? Knowledge. That I gained while I was on this uh, astral projection and education. They taught me things, they told me things, they showed me things. And I say they because there was more than just my grandfather. Uh, my ancestors were there. There was also people there. The only way to describe them is they were astral. They were. <laughs> They were from outer space. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I, my mind's blank. My mind would just went blank. <laughs> uh, they were extraterrestrials. Okay. But you know they didn't have four arms and you know two heads and all this stuff. Right. They looked, they looked just like us. Mm-hmm. Uh. They. And but they were very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Uh. uh I think any one of them could squash us like a bug if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I learned this stuff, uh, things about the universe and things about me. And, and at, at when I was there, you know, on the other side, they don't have time there. There's right. No
0: time. there's, there's have, no concept of time.
1: Yeah. No concept. They, they have no use for time. Uh, they're also in spirit form. My ancestors are anyway. I don't know about the extraterrestrial. But anyway, uh, they, since they are uh, in spirit, they're energy. Mm-hmm. You can't destroy energy. And with no time there, they live forever.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they just live forever. And that gives them a lot of time to learn a bunch of things and uh, the short time i was there i could have been there 20 years i could have been there 50 years i don't know they had the ability to bring me back to my time which was about seven o'clock in the morning to go back to go to work but from that my abilities became stronger and they became stronger and stronger and stronger and um like my healing abilities a a lot stronger now. I can heal from the telephone <clears throat> or from email. Um, I can uh give people readings over the telephone. I can do it over uh through email and stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, I did that I did, a, I did a I did a reading from a friend of mine through a text. That was Yeah.
1: That was the same thing.
0: that was insane that wasn't intentional either it was just it just happened to be there
1: you know know, and i'm not bragging about it because i know why Mm -hmm. i I know why i have these abilities and that's to help uh mankind and help people you know yeah basically yeah and um i got um, these abilities i know they're Mm -hmm. god-given i got them from i believe in god i believe in jesus My concept of God is a little bit different than a lot of people, but I believe in the Bible. Uh, Just like I said, uh, my grandfather is a place I call uh, paradise. And the reason why I call it that is because um, when uh, Jesus was on the cross being crucified, there was two criminals hanging with him, being crucified Mm -hmm. with him. Mm -hmm. And one of them said, if you be the son of God, save yourself and then save us too. And the other one said, remember me uh, when you go into your uh, paradise or whatever it was. Into paradise, yeah. And uh, Jesus says, you'll be with me today in paradise. Yeah. And yeah. It's, I thought it was funny he didn't say heaven. You know, everybody says that it's heaven. Mm-hmm. But there, there on the cross he said paradise. Yeah. And that's because that criminal had to go to a lower place in heaven, which is paradise. Mm-hmm. And then you work your way up. Uh, there's like nine levels of heaven. Uh, one person said, Do you, could you call those dimensions? And I said, sure. That's what they are. Each dimension is a different mm-hmm. level mm-hmm. until you reach the top. And when you reach the top, you're like God yourself. You have the same abilities. And uh, uh, so, anyway, I'm not preaching because I don't want to do <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> so tell me a little bit about some of your other books that you've um, written. Have you written ones that you like, like your favorite? Do you
1: have a favorite book that you really like to refer back to? Well, my first book is always going to be my baby. I'm, I, right. you know, It might not be as... As good as the other ones but it was my first book and uh it's called through the veil and back
3: mm-hmm. and
1: that's the one where i talked about uh, where i went on that uh astral projection and saw my grandfather
3: mm-hmm.
1: i talked about it in length and uh anyway uh my other book that i a lot like a lot is um Uh, The Waves of Time. And uh, I wrote that up in uh, Utah. Well, I wrote them all up in Utah, basically. But the cover, the picture on the cover, is one of uh, Kalab Canyon in Utah, just just outside Cedar City or or St. George. And it was raining that day, and the clouds were real low in the canyon. And it kind of gave it an eerie uh, feeling, you know, a, pair, uh, uh, a feeling like, you know, <laughs> like there could be ghosts and goblins there, you know. So my wife took a picture of it, and it turned out great. So we used it for the cover of the book. Sure. And, and I think it goes with paranormal stuff because it looked kind of creepy and stuff. But anyway... Um, the next book after that, uh, the one I like is um, I ask all my Facebook friends, uh, my uh, uh, people that know me, I ask them to if they ever had a encounter with a ghost or a paranormal stor- uh, story they wanted to share
3: with me and allow me to put it in my next book to do that. And we had stories about ghosts, and we even had a couple
1: um, UFO stories and, and things, you know. And I had enough to put it in a book,
3: and the book was
1: entitled uh, Ghost Stories Among Friends. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's exactly yeah, what it is. was. Yeah. And, uh, but the cover, the illustration on the front of that book is a... Uh, broken-down house, uh, abandoned house, and it had a doorway with a window on it. And uh, it, it was a picture taken up there in Utah also of a, a house that was just abandoned. And my our illustrator, uh, she likes to go to those places and take pictures and stuff, that sort of thing. And she allowed us to use that. I asked her just one change. I asked her, could you put kind of a whiskey ghost picture, a ghost going through the doorway or something? She said, yeah, sure. You know, that's what she did. And it turned out great, really great. Then, then she added some bushes and stuff around it. and It looks really good. And uh, I think my last book, too, will probably be one of my favorites also. Um, I, I'm started on my tenth book and I think my number ten is gonna be my last book. And my yeah. wife says, No, it's not, no, it's not. <laughs> She'll have
3: to hold my hand right at that. <laughs> <laughs> is there
0: something take- is, is there something right now that you're currently working on or is it you're just kinda of
1: taking a break or well, I had to take a break because of her health.
0: Right, right. What well,
1: number one thing, and I, I that I did did start since we moved in this house, uh, number ten, and I have so many experiences. I'm seventy-two years old, and you know, being in the paranormal, I have things happening to me almost at, on a daily basis. You know, mm-hmm. especially being a reader. Uh, um, and uh, healing the sick. I have stories, I you know, I could tell for uh, ever. A lot you know. of books. <laughs> A lot of books, exactly. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I'd like
1: to tell you one, if it's all right. Yeah, go ahead. By all means. We met this woman um, mm-hmm. when I retired. When I moved back down to Phoenix, uh, we met this woman. She she does insurance uh, for seniors. And what she does, she tries to find uh, insurance for them that would go along with their Medicare, you know, and uh, Advantage type of stuff. So anyway, I, we talked. We found her. We talked to her, and she said we set up a date and time to meet her at a restaurant. That's where we met to do our business. And uh, as we were sitting there, she told us about how her daughter. And her grandson
3: was in a car accident.
1: And that the car went off the road and hit a tree or something and rolled over. And uh, that her daughter survived, but her grandson didn't. And all of a sudden, her grandson was right there beside me. Mm
3: -hmm. And
1: he was hounding me. He wanted to speak to his grandmother. And the reason why was... His grandmother was uh, blaming his mother for the accident. In fact, she almost felt like the accident was done on purpose just so mm. to kill the boy. Mm. Uh, I know it was kind of far out, but anyway, I told her, I said, your grandson's here with me. And I said If it's all right with you, I'd like to tell you what he's telling me. And he told her not to be mad at his mother, to forgive her. And and, um, by the time the reading was over, we were both in tears. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, what her grandson did for her then, in death, in spirit, was set her free from all this hatred and uh the stuff that she was going through with her daughter basically mm-hmm. uh for causing the death to the grandson and that's what i mean we help people and because of that one reading I, we broke through with that and gave her she said it renewed her life but anyway later on we in communication quite often and uh she called for uh a reading one time she wanted to know if she was still on her life course and stuff like that, and her grandson came again, and he was communicating with her and stuff like that through me and uh after it was over and done with a lot of times they stay with me, and I'm still in spirit. I just don't throw them out the, out in the you know the wind
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: but Uh, so I went outside, I had to take my little chihuahua outside to relieve herself, and as I was out there, like I said, um, he was still with me, and I knew he was, and I was facing the east, I think it was, and he said, look to the right, and I looked to the right, and there was this big old, big old rainbow, I hadn't seen one that big in uh, my whole life, I don't believe that. both ends came down to the ground, and you could see the ends on the ground and but the sun was out there was no clouds in the sky or nothing except for in that little area down there i said damn that's that's gorgeous and i I think his name was an O'Brien, and I said, Damn, that's beautiful Ryan and he said, I did that for you because you made my uh grandmother happy
3: mm-hmm.
1: now I did not know they could do that did you
3: oh yeah
1: <laughs>
0: you'd be surprised
1: <laughs> now, yeah. he put that rainbow there for me
3: mm-hmm.
1: now that makes you humble humble really quick life right. um, and that's that's another way you help people you help <laughs> yourself too it kind of keeps you humble uh, but anyway that's my little story. I just want. No, well, that's to cool.
0: I mean, that's just yeah, helping people and you know, helping people who are going through a tough time or something like that. Especially for mediums like myself, you know, I I long to be able to help people. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, and in doing investigations on the side here and there. Um, you know, it's just it always leads around to what your true calling is. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Exactly. Um, You know, so when I don't feel comfortable in doing something, it's, you know, I'm in kind of like the wrong path. But I actually, you know, lately have been doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So but um, what I'm being told about you and your your wife is that you're kind of a big deal on the other side.
3: Oh, yeah. So I didn't know that
0: yes um you're kind of a big deal and that um nothing but respect for you so, so just take that for what it is but it, it kept coming back and forth and back and forth and i just wanted
1: to share that with you so thank you mm-hmm. my wife says thank you you just made me humble more <laughs>
0: It, it was just something that was important that when I sat down and first started talking to you, that was the first thing that came to me. So, yeah, I just, you know, when spirit prompts me to do stuff, I try my best to be able to do that.
1: That's the same way with me a lot of times. I've done maybe 60, 65 of these podcast shows since uh, about 2017, 2018, something like that. And... um I've had spirit come in and when they come in, you have to do something about it, you know, especially Mm -hmm. when they want to speak to the host or co-host. Right. And I don't know how many shows I interrupted for reading because they wanted to tell the host or the co-host something, uh, what they wanted to tell them, whatever Mm -hmm. that was. Right. And I was doing a show, uh, they were in the UK. I was in Utah at the time. And uh, uh, I didn't know this at the time. But, uh, oh, yes, I did. I take that back. The host of the show, he said that his um, twin brother had died a couple years before that. And uh, <laughs> I said, well, I said your twin brother's sitting here beside me right now, and he wanted to give you a message. And I gave him the message that his brother wanted him to um, have about fishing trips and, you know, stuff like that. And I, I also told him, his uh, brother told me that he was going to be with him uh, when he crosses over.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: He was going to help him through the veil. He was going to greet him. Yeah, he was going to greet him. And uh, you know, after that reading, he was silent. There was a dead air for about a minute. He he didn't know what to think. He really didn't. Uh, a host of a show being lost for, for words isn't very good, you know. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs>
1: but anyway, he was he he got on there and he was in tears too. And he thanked me very much for uh, what I did, but I didn't do it. Good
3: right, right.
1: It, but anyway that's,
0: that's what a lot of people don't understand is that you know it's not us doing it it's not you know it's no. it's it's what we're prompted to do you know exactly. and so it goes and even the same thing same thing can be said for a preacher you know like my pastor that lives next door to me you know at, at his church when he serves or he gives a message to the congregation that's that's his message i mean that that's his prompting you know, yeah. prompting from god to give him this message you know and to me mediums do it just in a different way you know and on a more personal lower different type of level to reach individuals you know what i mean yeah so
1: exactly but no
0: so, uh, did you say that you lived in a haunted house
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah you wanted to Share that story with us
1: because I kind of heard that from a couple different ones. that you, yeah, that you was, were on. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, my wife and I. We it was just a little tiny house. I mean, it was one bedroom, one bath. You know, yeah, just a small uh, living room. You know, we had to, uh, it. It wasn't anything to speak of, you know, but it was haunted. T- <laughs> it was <all> haunted <laughs> at time. We didn't know it at the time, and I didn't feel anything. She's a medium also. She didn't feel anything either. And uh, it was in the neighborhood uh, pretty close to where I lived when I was a kid. I used to ride my bike to sickle in front of the house uh, when I um, was younger
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, in grade school. But anyway, um, so I thought it was okay, you know. The house was about 70 years old. Uh, But anyway, I I used to ride my bicycle by there, and I used to see uh, an elderly lady uh, who was out working in her garden and stuff, you know, uh, lots of times. Uh, So I knew she wasn't alive anymore because I Mm -hmm. was in my, at the time, 60s, late 60s. And so anyway... I didn't think there could be anything wrong with the house, the the bank owned it, and we didn't. We did learn that it was uh, vacant for a few years. They couldn't sell it for whatever reason, but after we bought it, we found out. <laughs> but anyway, uh, as we lived there, things started happening. Uh, Lori is a sensitive. Mm-hmm. And she's a better sensitive than I am. And we woke up one morning and she says, I I see things moving in the hallway there at night. She said, I don't know what it is. But she says, I wish you would kind of look into it, you know. So the next night I just laid there just to see what was going on. And uh, sure enough, it was shadow people. There was about three of them. And what they were doing was they were going back and forth in that little hallway. It was a small one
3: Mm
1: -hmm. back and forth from wall to wall. And they were just watching us. (laughs) Uh, They didn't act like they were going to harm us any. They just wanted to watch or see what we were doing or something. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: And they never went out of the hallway as far as I know. Uh, But anyway, that happened Uh, later on. Uh, an evil presence was in the house and he had the ability ma- to mask what he was but he couldn't hold it forever because mm-hmm. he, when he showed himself it was a horde of flies <laughs> <laughs> I came home from work one day and there was hundreds of flies in the uh, uh, windows mm-hmm. uh, of our uh, dining room in our kitchen. And I was going to spray them with poison. I was going to kill them. <laughs> That's just the way I am. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't spray poison because of our dogs. I, you know, I didn't want the flies flying around and our dogs playing with them or whatever. Uh, they were those big old fat, disgusting flies, you know, that that, oh, yeah. that eats on dead bodies and stuff, you know. And just, yeah. They can't fly very fast, you know. So I I got all fly slaughtered. I just started swinging at them, and I I was killing them (laughs) by by bunches and bunches. They were all over the floor by the time I was done. Mm. But anyway, I swept them up in a dustpan, and I threw them in the garbage, you know, and I thought, well, that's good, you know. I came back home the next day, and same thing again. I did the same thing again. So I killed them all. I I guess it got tired of me killing them. Because after a while, it just quit doing it. Right. But right. I knew it was still there. Right. So I got but anyway, I called a friend over, and him and I both, we blessed the house. We uh, saged the house. Uh, later on, I saged myself because I was beginning to wonder if we had a, 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 an attachment or something. Uh, and we, I like, gave us blessings, both of us. And uh, we didn't have any attachments at that time. It was just that crazy thing. But uh, anyway, we could. Oh, one other thing. Uh, I had uh, this thing wake me up in the middle of the night. It would bum rush me and just scream in my ear as loud as it could. And it would just wake me up in a fright. And I was ready to fight whoever it was, you know. I just rose right up out of that bed. And and I would do it a couple times a night, two or three times a night. And I would only do it when I was sleeping. And I called it a banjee because that's what the scream was like. It was like a Mm banjee. And uh, well, anyway, because of the blessings and stuff that we gave the house and everything, uh, we calmed it down. And there wasn't anything in there when we moved, except for the um, the uh, shadow people. And I don't know what's with shadow people. I don't, I don't even know if they're from this earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're different. Mm-hmm. I uh, I I used to think they were just uh, humans whose spirit was really dark because they had done something terrible. But I don't think that way now because. Um, uh, usually I can handle something like that and mm-hmm. cast them out or whatever, but these, these things are different. Um, I think they're from another realm or something. Uh, mm-hmm. they're just, here could be. Yeah. uh, well, a person asked me, could they be what the Bible or ancient books call the watchers? I thought, well, maybe so. I don't know.
3: Hmm. I know
1: they were sure watching my wife and I, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have a
2: question, Alan. What's that? So have you ever worked with any entities or spirits to help them cross over? And kind of, if you yeah. did, what's kind of the typical technique or or how does that work?
1: Well, for instance, I, I went into this one house one time, and it had, it was haunted. and But I perceived all the ghosts to be, like, benign.
2: Okay. And
1: they were, like, uh, just there because uh, somehow in death, they didn't really know where to go or where they were at. I don't know where the confusion came in. Okay, But I told them, I said, look up. And uh, they did. I, I think there was two of them. I said, look up. I said, you see the light. And you could actually see the light. I could see the light coming down on them. I said, uh, go into the light. Just walk into the light. And they did. And uh, uh, so I I did it that way. Uh, but that's the only time I've ever done it with okay. humans. Uh, but I have done it with animals also. I had a little chihuahua that died, and uh, he was my best friend. Uh, he was with me all the time. And what he did was, uh, after he died, he was with me all the time also. Sure. And after a while, you know, I, I thought, you know, this isn't good for him. Yeah, he He's is. in the spirit world. and He needs to move on, also, you know. Sure. Uh, and I told I told him, I said, "I'm okay now." I said, "You know, I don't. You don't have to be with me, you know." Mm-hmm. I, I said, "I love you, and you love me." But I said, "You need to go into the light." And I told him, I said, "Go into light," and he did. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hear or see him anymore after that. I, I
2: I haven't heard a lot of mediums talk about the uh, animal spirits different or similar or whatever are they than the human ones I mean it seems that you're able to interact pretty easily with it
1: yeah I did a reading for a horse one day that's funny
0: (laughs) you said horse because I just saw some horses yesterday and I and I and I got the total full-body chills and this horse there was two of them there, and this horse was looking at me like I could feel his, his yeah. energy. It was just crazy. I've never felt that before. Yeah, and I felt this, and the other one was kind of timid. This one was like, "Who the hell are you?" You know. And there was a couple other ones over there, and but his energy was because he kept stomping his foot. Yeah, okay. and he was like telling me, you know, state your business, you know, and because they were getting ready to be loaded up and taken away in the trailer because they were done riding their, their horses,
3: you know, and I just was like
0: yeah. full-body chills. I mean, it was like I walked into a haunted place. I mean, it was just bizarre,
2: See, I but it was really what, cool. What cat <laughs> spirits would be like, because cats are just, I mean.
3: Oh, a cat cats are, spirit, are a different, yeah, cat
2: spirits, so I've just yeah. yes, but I have cats, and I know their personalities. I just think right. it would be cool to. To actually interact with a cat.
0: If you had, if if you oh, okay. if you, if you know the personality of of your cat,
2: yep,
0: it's pretty much the same thing on the other side right. as it is yeah, on this exactly, side. Exactly, <laughs> the same. exactly,
2: exactly right. the
0: same. So if he doesn't have nothing, want nothing to do with you, probably <laughs> won't have
1: nothing to do with you. All right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but this horse. So, I'm co-host of a show on Sunday afternoons uh, every other Sunday this summer because it's summer,
3: mm-hmm. uh, but
1: it's called Cross Over Connections. And we do readings and
3: healings and we do chat and stuff like that. It's about an hour and a half uh, long. But anyway, uh, this woman called, and she was upset because, um, uh, uh, Her horse was afraid. She knew it was scared of something. She didn't know what it was, and she wanted to know if I could do a reading on the horse. And I did. I didn't know I could do it, but I did. (laughs) Um, It it was more like a psychic reading, like because the spirit wasn't there. Right,
0: right. But anyway, I I told her. I said, "Well, he's fearful because the neighbor out back." Is doing things to him, uh, throwing things at him, uh, uh, and just uh, doing things that scared the horse. That's what's making him afraid. Come to
3: find out, it was right. The back neighbor didn't like it because she had a horses out there, I guess. I, I don't know what the deal was with it. But he was trying to get it where she would move her horses by making them or horse uh, afraid, you know, to be out there, and, which I think
0: it's terrible to do to an animal anyway, but sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't know I could read for words. so something <laughs> <laughs> That stuff transcends, and it's, when you don't think that you can do, it can do that, I mean, for you, where you have that ability to do that, it just, it's, it's like surprising, you know, it's just like, oh, oh.
3: Really? You know what I found out? Hmm. People with uh, dementia and Alzheimer's, when they're in a state where they can't move, they can't talk, they just have eye movement or whatever. I found out because I did a reading for this woman. I told her, I said, is your mother dead? She said, no, absolutely not. She's not dead. I said, her spirit's with me right here now. She's telling me that she's her mother. She says, my mother has got Alzheimer's. She's at home in the bedroom right now being taken care of by some caretakers. I said, well, she's here because she wants to give you a message. And the message was that when they have Alzheimer's, the pain that they're in uh, spiritually and physically they still feel pain sometimes it gets so great that they're allowed their spirits are allowed to leave that body for a while just to just, uh, give them a break from the pain and the stuff that they're going through in mm-hmm. the body one of their daughters to know that that her daughter knew what she was doing for her that she was proud of her she appreciated it and, uh, uh, and her daughter was really surprised and i was surprised because i didn't know that they could do that did you did you know anything That's like an that
2: interesting concept
0: i've never i i kind of thought about that but i just I didn't know exactly how that worked and so i kind of didn't probe it because i didn't you know what i mean i i've never i haven't ran into anybody that has had that alzheimer's or um dementia but i'm sure that i will when i i I eventually will but (laughs) you know but then usually sometimes when i try when i try something different and or i'm in a different situation usually spirit is pretty good about saying hey this is a new thing pay attention you know what i mean (laughs) <laughs>
3: really? <Yes. laughs> well, yeah. when I went to see my grandfather, also, uh, they told me I was never asked what church I went to or what religion I belonged to. and uh, Actually, I thought that was kind of strange at first because Earth has all these different religions, and, you know, churches all over the place. And, Uh, I thought that was kind of strange and weird, but I was told their main concern is love. Yep. Did did I love my family? Did I love my wife? Did I love the next door the neighbor? Did I love the people of the world? Mm -hmm. Did I love the world? That was their main concern. Mm -hmm. And I was told if I had love in my heart, And I showed that love, that it would be good for me on the other side. And I remember that. And uh, I try to do the best I can on this side. I also learned that if you do sins on this side, that most of the sins that we do, we pay for in this life before we leave it like karma. <laughs> uh, if you steal a candy bar, you're going to pay for it later probably, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, stuff like that. It's the major crimes like murder, rape, uh, comic wars, uh, stuff like that, that you're going to answer to later on. But, and I, I, don't, I don't even want to go there. But right. they told me at the time also that the Earth has the spirit it's a living organism and it goes through the same thing that we go through in its physical body. Hmm. And right now it's in pain because of the things that mankind is doing to it, basically it. And it's pretty much in a death row right now with this climate change and everything going on. Uh, but there's got to be a time when from right now we we're gonna go through the woods happening now and, and it's not going to be free for us but at some point it's going to end and reverse but anyway i was, was gonna say i thought that was kind of
0: people who can't comprehend a lot of things so yeah. you know i mean the, the world we live in now is upside down so i just think Absolutely. that it's just you know it's just you have to kind of take everything with a grain of salt and do what you were you know supposed to do you know and do what you're supposed to be doing
3: so my little
0: part. <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> you know like you were you born with your abilities
0: i was Um, I didn't discover them. Well, yeah, I didn't discover them truly until I was maybe in my teens, but I never pursued them. I ran away from them. And then eventually they caught up to me, you know, over the years. But um, yeah, I have memories of myself back when I was one and I have memories of hearing voices, you know, As, you know, my mom would say, that's just your, you know, um, what do they call it? uh, Paranoid schizophrenia?
4: Yeah.
0: (laughs) You know. (laughs) But um, that's what my wife says it was, too. But I said, yeah. I said, no. I said, it just, I didn't want to accept the gifts that I did have or that I do have. And, you know, I just, I ran into a bottle, basically. And I stayed there for a while until I finally came out, you know, and then yeah. now it's just been now, you know, mediums, no mediums, you know, that whole.
1: Well, you know, I was born with this, and I kind of feel it was a God-given thing, you know, and, uh, but I had to keep it ha- hidden oh, yeah. most of my life, you know, because of school, I would have been tormented to death. Oh, yeah. In yeah, school, yeah. You know, in the high school, oh, my God, I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to even go to public school, you know. Mm
3: -hmm. And
1: even afterwards in my career, you know, in management, I couldn't start talking about ghosts and, you know, things like that. And so I had to keep it, you know, like you, in a bottle, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I did things in my off time, you know, and stuff like that. But when in 2015... I retired in 2010 and I decided then, especially when I started writing my books that I didn't care who knew I was coming out and I didn't care who knew I didn't care. There's people in my own family that didn't, didn't know that my brothers and sisters, as far as I know, didn't know I had abilities. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they have abilities or not. Right. We're not a close knit family, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, uh, uh, I I came out late to tell you. The oh, truth. yeah, so did right. I. Uh, but now I don't care what they say. I've been called a devil worshiper. I've been called uh, Satan, uh, evil worker. I've been called so many names. And I don't, is healing a person something that comes from the devil, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, is making somebody feel good because of a reading that I give come from Satan? I don't think so, you know? I just don't know where... You know, if I was born in the 1600s, I would have been burnt at the stake. By, <laughs> yeah. You, know? yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. would have, too.
4: <laughs> oh,
0: yes, I know.
3: <laughs>
0: but, you know, that, that's the whole thing. People who don't understand, thats what the, they're afraid of that. They're afraid of stuff that they don't understand. Because the fact that they think that they're privileged to understand automatically understanding and when they don't understand, then they, they automatically lash out and say, it's whatever it is, it's, it's bad, or it's evil, or it's this or that, Yeah, you know, it's, that's the way everything is now. I mean, it doesn't even, it transcends to so many different things. And it's not even just for mediumship. It's just for, you know, you got paranormal people, you know, arguing over stupid stuff, you know. Yeah, mean, it's oh, just, really? Yeah. I mean, it, it's just. Oh,
4: yeah.
0: It's all about either stature or it's either about you know, who got what, a, what a evidence or this and that, who's better than well, who, <laughs> you know, it's a lot of drama. And it's like, you yeah. guys, you know, I'm interested in the paranormal. I'm also interested in the mediumship. I want to be able to help people, but there are people out there that are wanting just stature. And yeah. it's just, it just drives me nuts. I see more drama on Facebook. I wouldn't say on because before it used to be politics and I, now I, I cleaned my plate of that.
4: Yeah, I did. That but, too. but I mean, it's yeah, but I mean, it know, there's,
0: there's paranormal people that, you know, have to remind other paranormal people that, Hey, we're a family. We're all in this together. We don't, yeah. we don't need to bicker about who's got better evidence or whatever. You know, why don't you help that person? Why don't you reach out to that person yeah. and say, Hey, do you have an idea? I have an idea maybe that
1: would help you with your, your evidence
0: or your this, investigation. Let's come
1: together, you know? Exactly. As a group, as a unit. Yep. They're all paranormal. Yeah. And then different things, but we're all paranormal, you know? Right,
0: right. Yeah. And that's and that's what a lot of it is. It's just coming together yeah. and basically just, you know, we're one big family in that sense. You know, and you know, I'm,
1: go ahead. Uh, another thing too, you know. Healers and mediums have been around since the beginning of mankind. Pretty much. Uh, We were the doctors in ancient history. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't until, you know, physicians, doctors started coming around that we all of a sudden became evil. And, you know, we're still. Being there's people being born today that has healing abilities and stuff like that mm-hmm. and that's because they were meant to be right with those abilities and right. i'm going to tell you something right now they're going to be used again too pretty soon
3: yeah.
1: because there's not going they're not going to have the ability to go to a uh, a physician or something that's downtown you're going to have to rely on somebody like you, like me, like my mm-hmm. wife, uh, to ease the pain that you have, uh, to heal you heal you in whatever way that uh, I, we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's because God gave it to us. Uh, we're part of that plan of the universe. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's going to happen. There's nothing w- that we can do to stop it, but there's some things that we can do to... Right. to help, to help mm-hmm. mankind to survive it, you know. And this is part of it. I'm, I'm, I'm quoting myself here now. There's a very thin line that goes between science, paranormal, and religion.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And at some point, all three of them are going to come together. <laughs> uh, there won't be any mystery anymore about one or the other. It's all yeah. going to come together. You mark my words. I know I'm telling the truth.
0: Yeah, yeah um, and that's funny because, you know, Shane, my co-host, is a big science guy.
2: The science side.
0: Yep, yeah, he's the science side
1: of this. So, you know. Uh, you know they're all the, going to come together, and it, it's going to come real quick, too. Oh, yeah. It's going to come together in a matter, I would say, in a matter of a couple weeks. It's going to be really quick when those three come together. and the religious people are going to be the ones that's going to be hit the hardest
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, because all their faith and stuff that they had before is going to be changed, mm-hmm. and that's we're going to be challenged.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Can you just uh,
2: that a little more? I mean, can you tell us a little bit more about how that changes?
1: Well, for one thing, um, there's one God. One energy, if you want to call it that. And he's going to be, he's going to make himself known. And whatever, whatever they had in their heads, as far as what he is and what he thinks and what he thinks that we should be doing is going to be uh, changed quite a bit. I don't want to step on anybody's feet here or anything, but, you know, uh, there's a verse in uh, the book of uh, James that says that perfect religion or purest religion is feeding the hungry, clothing the poor, helping the homeless and the widows and, and the fatherless. That's religion in its purest form. Mm hmm. And anything other than that, I'm telling you right now, smoke and mirrors. If you have to be saved by doing a car wash or something like that, <laughs> that's, you know, completely out of it. Yeah. Um, if if you belong to a church that's so big uh, that it's out of a oh Warehouse they made it out of. Like a church. (laughs) 50,000 people go to it. Just because it's so big doesn't mean that it's so good either. Right. Uh, As Mm -hmm. I was told that uh, religion is okay as long as they're doing what James said, as long as they're feeding the hungry, clothing the poor, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No matter how big the church is. If they're not doing that, then you're in the wrong church. You you're know, in the wrong business. I agree with the that. Wrong business. And yeah, yep. That's that's what I mean. There's going there's gonna be a lot of things that's gonna go on, and especially in the religion side of it, that's gonna be uh, kind of tra- uh, traumatic for a lot of people.
3: Mm-hmm. But
1: there's gonna be uh, three of them. gonna be coming together as mm-hmm. religion, science. And Paranormal. Well, I hope yeah. it, it's in yeah. my
2: lifespan because I want to see Right. It.
0: <laughs> <It's great. laughs> well, I think that's almost the time we have today. Um, we're almost done. So I want to thank Alan Wright. You've been a very insightful author about your books and about Paranormal and Mediumship. And I really appreciate everything that you've said. And I look forward to seeing some of your work in the future as well as well, your other it. work. Oh well,
2: thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, buy my books. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. <laughs> uh, you can find your find your books on Amazon. Um, yeah. you said are some of those older ones in paper book paper?
1: Yeah, they're paperbacks. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're all, all right. paperback except for the new one that hasn't come out yet in sure. paperback. But okay, yeah, they're okay. all paperback. Okay. But, uh, I will I
3: will yeah.
0: make sure to uh when I post this to share the link to um your books. Okay.
2: Thank you. Yep. Yep. No Thank problem. You much. Mm-hmm. So I
1: really appreciate it. I, I really love love this uh program. I enjoyed it. Yeah, um,
0: and we enjoyed having you. I mean this yeah, was great. this yeah, this has been this has been wonderful. I mean I I you're very insightful and like I said, <laughs> um like, don't forget, you and your wife are on the other side that you're a big deal. So don't much. forget that.
1: <laughs> My wife says, thank you very much. Yes, yeah, I do too, Thank you. And
0: you just got to keep doing the good work, you know, in that sense and, you know, reaching out to people and helping people as many shows as you have to get on or whatever. You know, I mean, it's just, it's it's all about, you know, getting it out, you know, and, and reaching people and helping people. Helping people is the key. Yeah. You know? so all right so having said that it is now seven o'clock so we are going to wrap up and like i said thank you again alan
1: thank and you and we will
0: hope to have you on
1: our show again nice seeing you two guys nice meeting you anyway nice meeting you all right okay. thanks okay. take it easy right.
4: bye
0: all right so that was great um I just want to touch base with one more thing. Um I got some news that um Brandon Crotty from uh Paranormal in the Funhouse. Uh his uh, fiance is, is not feeling well she's in the hospital. So I wanted to um, yeah, and yeah, I know. and i wanted to make sure that people knew that you know we're praying for her and oh yes you know giving them you know lifting them up in prayer and strength and that you know we'll be thinking about you and we're hoping for the best in in that area so um you can probably see brandon soon again live i'm not quite sure when he's going to go next but it's probably going to be soon so you guys want to check out funny form and brandon and and jason and everybody out there that's you know putting out good content and doing what they got to do on Paraflix. So we want to give a shout out to those guys, and we want to basically say to Stacy, please get well. And you know we're hoping for the best for everything. So having said that, I want to say thank you, Shane. It's been a pleasure. Yep. Our guest was awesome. Yes. And we will do this next week with. Sam Beltrusis from Haunted Hotels, and he's gonna—it's gonna be a great show. So, um, people look forward for that to be next Sunday or next Saturday. I'm not sure, but it's gonna be next weekend. So, all right, right. bye everybody.
2: All right.